Talk Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. And now, on with the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of 40K Radio. I am one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know why I did that. Edition's <laughs> <laughs> been out for a little while, so we're going to talk about the other previews we've seen, as well as any experiences we've had with 8th. Um, Nine. Ah, yes. I am an edition behind. <laughs> That's how fried I am. Okay. Ninth edition. Um, and as always, we like to talk about anything we've been doing hobby-wise first. So we'll start with Amy today. So um, with the new edition and having uh, nowhere to go, I'm kind of in list-building hell right now. Uh, because I have a I have a love hate relationship with list building, in that I always want to cram all of my favorite things into a list, and then somehow it also has to function and follow the rules and and and. So right, so I had this list from, you know, the Adepticon that was supposed to be, and so now it's like new edition. I'm like, okay, how do I, how do I fix it? And I'm like, well, if I only take eight of these guys, then I could take seventeen, and it's just it's ugly. <laughs> It's ugly, and I, I don't love it. <laughs> if I could find four points somewhere, I could do this. Yeah, exactly. Not my favorite part. Yeah. I have to admit that playing around with the Crusade uh, mm. list building, as much as an 8th edition, I had very little good things to say about power levels. I'm kind of digging it now. It's different in Crusade, it's, I think. It's Oh. It's I, I think it's better for any kind of like casual play because I can just sit down like really like in minutes yeah. I can use the tool that they have on on the on the community website which is actually not bad build a list real quick and and then just go yeah yeah but you play with better people than I do <laughs> I play with friends yeah. exclusively yeah except when I go to events so I I guess yeah I I wouldn't want like say the Adepticon team tournament to be on power levels because (laughs) that can get (laughs) cheesy yeah it's been a the Crusade thing's pretty interesting I haven't really got to play too much yet but I'm really looking forward to digging into that more I'll I'll talk to you about when when it's my turn I'll I'll let you know about the what I've discovered the Crusade paradox (laughs) So, so what list have you been building, Amy? Um, well, so I've got I've got my Chaos Space Marine list. So that's got both the new edition and the fact that uh, I got the Hellblade for my birthday that I nice. want to wedge in there. So it'll it'll work out eventually, I think. <laughs> I think. You'll make it. Work. It'll be fine. It'll come to uh, us. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm uh, I'm knocking some like. Some commission work that's been sitting on my desk uh, for way too long. Uh, I did Draz hire the other day. Ooh, nice. Yeah, out, yeah, he turned out pretty nice. I was pretty happy with him. The guy, the, the guy that had given it to me to paint was like, hey, so I kind of wanted to use him, and I'm looking at the sprue on my desk, and I'm like, <laughs> yep, let me just get right yeah. on that for you. No He's problem. He's almost done. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll just take a hot second. But he's done. Just, the door. J- just some a few finishing touches. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know how it is. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I deal with me. both of my careers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's how most commission work is done. Like, oh, right, that's due. Actually, that's just how most work is done. Oh, that's due yeah. in a week? Okay, well, let me uh, Great. start that. I thrive under pressure. That's the problem. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That looks great, though. I thought that, uh, you did a really good job on that dressart. It looked awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, that's about it for me. How about you, Jeff? Oh, boy, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've been extremely busy um, with works in the past few weeks, but I still manage. This is how excited I am about the Crusade thing is, even though I am swamped by work, I still manage to find time to work on my Gene Steer call. Now, here's where I run into problems. Is uh, Me and my brother have been wanting to do a Crusade thing, so we, we kind of set ourselves a deadline, uh, and like we're going to play with 25 power levels to start with, and then... Mm-hmm. They'll have like do some some small combat patrol type missions. It's gonna be great. Like it's gonna be escalation type crusade, and it's gonna be wonderful. But I've I've run into this thing where I look at a small model count. I go, I this is what twenty five models. It's nothing. <laughs> I can't just slap those together real quick. I, I gotta like I gotta do a good job on them. And so I go from having 25 models or something that I could feasibly paint within a month or less to the same 25 models, but like, oh, I need more highlights, and I need more weathering, oh, and I should really pick out those cables in a different color, oh, I should put some object source lighting here. And then <laughs> it turns into this whole thing where I am only about 11 models in, and I'm going to have to start this... I'm going to have to have my first uh, ninth edition games with models that I already own. So this coming Sunday, uh, me and the brother, like, I put together four army lists, and we're just going to roll random lists to play nice. and pit against each other <laughs> as a, in combat patrol. Just to get our feet wet, like, to get like a tasteful. Maybe that will motivate us to, to move far, far faster. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, no, it's been... Uh, it's it, it, it's been mostly anticipating the game and preparing models for it, without getting any any gameplay in. How about you? So the one thing I've managed to do is about every ten days get a game of 40k in. So that's that's been good. I played about three or four games of of ninth edition so far. Um, I've really I've been enjoying it. I think. Um, I like the new. We just been doing the the missions from the the grand tournament packet. So I like the secondaries. I think that's a a great thing to bring over. It makes every game feel a little different. Um, so I've been playing Sisters of Battle. So I just I automatically take a of the witch whenever I have the chance to, right? Which is you get yeah. points just for killing their their psychers. So um, and I'm really looking forward to. When the codex codexes come out and the individual factions get their own secondaries, I think that's going to be awesome too. Um, but uh, yeah, I've squeezed a few games and haven't gotten to paint anything. That one sister battle I posted on my page was the only thing I got to have gotten to paint. Um, so that's been it for me. Um, I see. Like I feel like maybe you're doing it right and I'm doing it wrong in the sense that maybe my time would be better spent playing games 
and you know learning rules and getting really into ninth knowing edition how rather to play than... is like come on yeah you win <laughs> that I mean, enjoy the game. listen there's that's that's why there's that roll a d6 rule in there right 50 50 shot if you think it works that way roll a die and that's how it works um, it's not. I'm just. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that like it's not like I don't have models to play yeah, with. Yeah, true. I could, like, I could very reasonably do. Let's say, hey, let's do crusade, and I'll use my Tau, of which I have about six thousand freaking points, <laughs> and and work with that for like the next little while, and and paint my next thing while I play. I I'm I'm starting to think I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I don't know. There's no wrong way. No, That's what a, GW has told us. Yeah, we can play, we can play however, however we want. I think, I, I think they might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think they're saying that because they, they know I'm just buying and painting models, but maybe maybe I'm, I, I should be playing the game, too. We'll get uh, there. Yeah, you'll get yeah. there. I mean, the, I, so far the most confusing, the most tedious thing about ninth is just the, the new terrain rules, and that's just getting used to them, right? So, like, what traits everything have? What does that mean? Um, the base of the game really haven't changed too much. Just little nuances here and there. Um, which GW has been great about. Um, releasing FAQs pretty pretty quickly for, for all the different questions that have come up. Um, the one that I, I am disappointed in is the they did one on fortifications where it can't be within if you bring a fortification it can't be within three inches of any other piece of terrain um so my sister's a battle battle sanctum which has like a uh eight inch square footprint doesn't really get to go anywhere on the table oh yeah um but i'm sure they'll fix that at some point um so with ninth edition coming out i uh I, there were some things that surprised me. So the the mission pack I thought was going to be all just missions, but it actually contains the much sought after mini rule book. That that book in and of it, like that book was the best part of oh, the ninth yeah. edition release, hands down. Every single person that got that book is like, where where has this been? It's spiral bound. It's yep. the mini rule book. It's all the it's all the missions. It all lays flat. It is I, and it's small, but not tiny like it's completely readable yeah it's not like some of the ones they've done where they basically just take the big rule book and then shrink it down real tiny yeah uh it's great it's what i've wanted all along thanks i had thanks it's almost as if they asked <laughs> gamers what what were you looking for yeah. in a supplement <laughs> i had about two seconds of disappointment because i wanted all I wanted was a book just full of missions, but then I saw the rulebook part and I was like, okay, I'm good with this. This is awesome. Yeah. I here I don't want a book full of missions. There's already a bunch of missions. I can wait for missions. Like I can wait True. a year and play what's in the core rule book and then get new missions. I don't need new missions on launch. Yeah. yeah that's I'm true. smart. I can make up missions <laughs> that's too. True. Yeah. Um and so that I think that was awesome. Um, the all the new starter sets look great. All they have the three different levels of starter sets that they come out with. Um, yep. And then they're selling the terrain from that separately and the board separately. So uh, I think that's been a big hit at, at my local store. Um. Good. 
Yeah, they did a they did a good job with that. Um and I mean I think they did really well with the the very like they did a good job doing the various starter levels with the yeah. last edition. And so I think that they did a good job sort of taking what was good about that and and translating it over for the new ones. At this point I kind of just think they're just like kind of trolling people on the internet because you know, everyone's like, oh, Dawn is sold out. I can't get a starter set. Whatever the am I going to do? Then the next week they're like, here's three other starter sets. Here. That we told you were coming, yeah. but you didn't listen. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that's trolling so much as just... Yeah, true. You know. True. Yeah. <laughs> people not listening. Yeah. And I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not like pointing fingers when I say that people not listening. Like, There's a lot of times people, people tell me, Games Workshop is doing this. I go, really? Yeah, we've known for months, JF. <laughs> you're on a 40k podcast you to be fair things. they've done a lot they have been yeah, busy yeah and what i was i did sign up for it and what i have been pleasantly surprised by is the app even without the army builder part um i like having all the data sheets exactly my fingers not only mm-hmm. that but it has just from the main screen there's a search bar so i don't have to go to you know Codex Necrons, find the destroyers. I can just type in destroyers, and anything that has the word destroyer in it pops up. I can do mm-hmm. which one I want. It's yeah, it's great. Um, if the army builder part of it works well, I don't see why um, this won't be a huge success for them. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, had it's... like a technical glitch those like very first couple of yeah. days, oh, where yeah. like if you if you signed up for a subscription through the app and not through like the GW website, it would not find your thing and it couldn't let you log back in and that was a pain, but you just had to like uninstall and reinstall and that was fine. And then they said, sorry, here's a free month. Yeah. Sorry. Here you go. I was into it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really digging the app. I've used it every every game I've played so far. Um, at least for something. Even just having not to flip through cards or, or a book to find stratagems is, is great. It's it's gonna be interesting to see if and this is part of what I think maybe they should they should make the app way more accessible as far as price mm. is concerned. Yeah. Because here's the thing, right? Now right now, living the life, I have access to all the data sheets, to all the armies, and I'm gonna have problems letting that go as codexes come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. If people are like me, and I mean, apart from the smell, most of them are, they're <laughs> going to have the same issue where it's like, oh, well, I used to, I used to have all these these data sheets available, but now like they're taking away my Necron and my and my uh, Space Marine data sheets when the Codex come out. <sighs> yeah, well, what's a couple of Codexes just to keep the data sheets, and then I'll have the Codexes, and, yeah. I, and I'll still have all the information. Like, it's it's a slippery slope. But then, like, a couple of years later, you own all the stupid codexes again. Yeah. yeah. And then they put out a new edition. Yeah. <laughs> ah, revenue streams. Um, mm. Yeah. I can't blame them for wanting to have no, no. revenue. <laughs> no, of course not. It's just, yeah, it would be nice if they figured, if there was some way, even if it was a half-price, you know, app-only version or something, I, I don't know what you would call it, but... Um, hopefully we'll see something like that. I mean, they've been pretty responsive to uh, f- fan things so far. Like, So they did a, an update for 
an FAQ for the lookout sir rule, which changed it, and then like you couldn't protect Harlequin characters with the vehicles anymore because they all have ten wounds or less. And then like two days later, like oh sorry we screwed up here it is again, you know. So um, they fixed it so that you could protect with low wound vehicles. Um, so they, they seem to be at least listening. So hopefully, you know, once the new codexes start rolling out and people start grumbling, they they'll listen to that. There's got to be a way. Yeah, it's going to be something. Um, and we've actually so one of the big leaks, which they as they have been doing, turned around and flipped it out and released news was uh, with the new Space Spring Codex. There's going to be quite a bit of updates. It seems. Um, your, your regular old space marines and apparently chaos space marines will be going to two wounds from, from zero, from one wound, zero wounds, from one wound, um, and a lot of weapon changes, um, which are supposed to be, for the weapon changes, supposed to spread across all factions. Right, but, like, a lot of the changes, like, the chaos one, like, yes, it's going to happen, when their codex yeah comes that's out, the thing is if it's not which a weapon, is like yeah cool that's cool guys don't even worry about it i don't care as long as points stay balanced yes. oh yeah that's, being that's the point dead like because that's the thing like if they're if they're doubling the wounds on space marines with all the changes they did to weapons and they remain the same point yeah that ain't gonna be great I think that was anyway. part of it, too, is that the points are going up. I don't know the amount, but some amount. So it also pushes towards, as they were saying, making games you know, a smaller model count, too. Um, which is interesting, because as we've seen from, you know, second edition was a very small model count. And ever since then, it's just been ramping up model count every edition since then. So it's interesting to see it sort of sliding back the other way. Yeah. Which I think is the I think that's the right answer. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's the right direction. I I think that in the past few years, putting out uh, box sets and and box games, they've discovered that people don't have a problem um, diversifying their their gaming their models. Like yeah. you, you they don't like they don't need to allow people to have a million Tau Empire models just to make sure they keep buying models like people will buy different armies they'll buy different games they'll they'll start getting into age of sigmar if they don't have like if they don't continually have to update like their model count right or even if like so if the model count isn't that high so if i want to swap out one of my squads and it's only going to be you know five or ten models and not 20 or 30 then like great i'm going to do that but if it's Mm going to be like a ton you know like, if you're like, all right, well, I'm, I could swap this out for these, but that's going to be 15 models, and I don't know. Like, yeah, I'll buy more stuff. And that, not to mention also that a higher point cost means that it's a lower model. It's a, it's a more lower model count for your average games, but also for your starter games, like for people yeah. that are getting into the hobby. Yep. Yeah, a definitely. lot less intimidating when, you, when, you're pay, when you're painting, like, 20 models instead of, well, no, 30. Well, and I think, you know, that's at least part of why 40k took off so much more at least in the u.s anyway than fantasy did because when you you know a couple editions ago with with what is now just sigma but warhammer fantasy oh i want to play warhammer fantasy how many points do you guys play 2000 how many models is that about 300 depending yeah, on whatever you're playing you know yeah 
And then 40K was like, oh, well, a normal game of 40K is, you know, maybe 60 models. It's not. So comparing the two. Um, yeah, it's not like 15 millimeter war game, like yeah. historical war gaming. Where you're yeah. just like, here's the entirety of the French army. Let's go. Like, <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. Uh, I'll watch. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how about that? Is that cool? Can I, can I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, lower model count definitely, I think, like you said, is just going to make it easier to get games in. Because you're not stopping anyone from playing higher model count games. No. Like, you can go play a big game, great. Well, and even in you know in previous rulebooks, they're kind of like, oh, well, 2,000 is kind of like the uh, our large size game, but in this edition, is 3,000. So they definitely right. they have it built in there. Like, yeah, yeah. If you're playing 3,000, here's what you can do. So... Um, and so with that, we did get a couple more previews. I think the best one was that, that Necron Gunslinger. That, all right. So they surprised us with another Saturday preview, which was fun. Yeah. But that video, I'm all into that. that video made me laugh so hard. Like I was, I'm like pre, you know, like I've barely got my coffee cause it's like super early in the morning. Like I'm sitting here like barely sipping my cup of coffee and then they roll in with Billy the Nid and yeah. I just, <laughs> just lost it. And I I've, I've been this is the dumb stuff that will sell me things because I I mean I'm doing Gene Steel call and I've been kind of waffling back and forth on getting a Keller Morph. Now I see that and go yeah, yeah. I kind of want one yeah. now. Yep. I mean, I'm not going to call him Billy the Nid but I mean I, I like I the, the, the idea of escalating <laughs> pistol um, mm -hmm. warfare. It's it's good. I'm having fun with that. But yeah, yeah we were talking about that new destroyer. Bonkers. Yeah, it's a really neat model. That was a great preview. Um, I think, and I I appreciate that they keep doing these. You know, at this point, once a month previews. Um, Especially well, there's still no events. There's still right, no events the for them to there's do There's nowhere to do it, yeah, so they might as well. But better better doing that than just, uh, you know, sticking it on online or something like that, you know? I mean, Yeah, like, I like that a, they make article. it a thing. Yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. They have the people, all the guys in there to talk about it, which is a lot of fun. But there, there's still a certain thing. Like, what, one of the things I both love and hate about the previews is the, the diversity of of subject they talk about mm, yeah. like I, I i went to timmy's that's tim hortons for you americans i went to tim hortons <laughs> i got myself like a donut and i got myself some uh, an iced cappuccino and i went came back like in time for the preview i sat down got installed started to, to watch the, 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 the stream and then you go all right let's talk about horus heresy it's like, all right i'm gonna go make a souffle or yeah, something right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a few minutes to yeah. barely pay attention so you know it's then again like those, those night lords do look pretty sick but mm -hmm. it's like whenever they talk about something that doesn't interest me it's usually why i need to be on discord with someone to make jokes about what i'm seeing <laughs> yeah man they talk about space marines way longer than anything yeah, yeah they do oh, poster hey he's yeah. got a banner let's have an in-depth conversation about the banner welcome here's, to my ted talk <laughs> here's the history of space marines who held stuff yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Space Marine hands a comprehensive analysis. You see, this banner is one millimeter taller than any banner we've ever made before, making it the best banner we've ever made for Space Marine. 
Ah, uh, you kid, but yeah, no, <laughs> I know. Hey, can um, we can we talk about some of the other things that, that came out? Because oh yeah, definitely. I am I am uh, slowly like I'm not gonna play Necromunda. I I, I don't I don't have time. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm already into Underworld and War Cry is getting getting me and, and yep. I've got 40k. I've been eyeing some I just sit like Aaron I think Pyrrhus. It's just, it's it's becoming like. Like this really big soup of things I want to do, so I don't want to toss in Necromunda on top, but uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna make an army with Necromunda models. Oh, well, so yeah, awesome. I mean I have to. I converted a bunch for my uh, for my cultists, so yeah, yeah no, I mean, they're great models. You can they they work great. It's and, and now with Crusade, it's like oh I I'm gonna start this this army and I need like 20 models for it. Well, I'm gonna shop the Necromunda range and see mm-hmm. what kind of like. Conversion basis I can do with this. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got a bunch of ter- of a uh, of, of gene sealer called bits I can use and and just put some uh, some gene sealery heads on some of these dudes. They're just really freaking neat. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of character in those Necromunda models. And I'd be lying if I hadn't been like looking for a way to like make an army entirely made out of cyber dogs. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, this this is where I am. It's not an addiction. Or never. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so we got that. Um and I mean the Necron and terrain sets too are awesome. Um it's just they constantly release more, you know, more three D terrain, walls, stairs, gantries, all that kind of stuff. It looks it looks really cool. Um I, I another game that I would play if I had time, but um I think my favorite thing to come out though recently was the Snotwing team for, for Blood Bowl. Yeah. Ah uh, yes. That's it. That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> Pump wagons, mushroom them. guys, guys on stilts. They're so they, cute. they look super fun. Yeah. And they're like, I, I, they even say in the in the article, I'm like, your guys are, are gonna die. You can get just two D three plus one guys added to your team at the beginning of the game. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so good. That's what I love about Gobos, Gretchens, and Grots. Like the three G's. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, they did might... the. They did the. Yeah, they announced the new season of Underworlds. Yes. Um, which is fun because I was doing the list. Like I was going down the list of uh, like factions they haven't covered yet, and it's like pretty much just a season worth. So. And that's like a big part of it. So I think those that's going to be an awful lot of fun. Um, and then the new Warcry set too. It's just taking all my money. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, those daughters of Cain model, the Cain uh, faction there is awesome. Was yeah, the the Warcry one. Yeah. I, okay, okay. Like I, I completely agree with you guys. I'm down with them. But let's be fair to the Pyre Lords. That if they were painted with some cool objects for sliding, they would absolutely rule. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. they're great. Exactly. Like they're not, they're not my jam. Like my personal jam. Like they're gorgeous. They're just not my personal aesthetic. So like I can be like, okay, uh, uh, that's okay. I don't, I don't need that one. They're not my personal aesthetic. But if I get this, if I get this box set, I like. Because it's the same thing I'm kind of doing with war with my warband stuff is I'm 
painting everything that's fun to paint and just either giving them to friends or keeping them so that I can just land them to people when they come mm. over. Yeah. And those they look fun enough to play, like you to paint. You can do a lot of with the object source lighting. And again, and it's not it's not eight hundred models. Yeah. It is now. It is because I have that and I have my Cypher Lords and I've got <laughs> all of Blackstone Fortress to paint. Uh, me too. And yeah, I still have yeah, some forty K stuff. Like it's becoming like it's sure, it's just ten models, but there's there's a granularity that builds up here. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've seen oh, I, I know you know. We all know. No one's listening to this program confused about what I'm talking about. <laughs> did I call it a program? You did. <laughs> <laughs> when we came here to tape, uh, come on. Yeah. Came here to record. Mm. Yeah, and this this week sees uh, the last expansion for Blackstone Fortress. At least our. This, yep. this iteration of Warhammer Quest, anyway. So, yes, I can have all the plastic draft boxes. <laughs> yes, I have. I have them all now too. Yeah. <laughs> so I get this last one. Someday I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing the archivist, and I'm missing uh, Ascension. That's it. And I'll have everything. Are those not available anymore? Or I don't. They're they're available. Okay. Like the archivist is the uh, the Zote. So oh I yeah, don't know yeah. What the actual name of that box set is, but that's like I'm missing the two la- last ones. Deadly Alliance. Not. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, I'm on some Blackstone Fortress groups, and some, uh, I think some of them, they just stopped production on, like, the, uh, the one with the plague rings in it. But, yep. Which was interesting that they stopped it before. But anyway, um, and then we got some, uh, the stuff has been coming out for Aeronautic and Imperialis as well. It's all Imperial stuff, so I'm yeah, I know. There's lukewarm no... at best. And what I was, like, what I was surprised by is um, I saw some posts of people painting, doing the the landers, and I, they, I guess they have pretty bad print lines on them, which is uh, unusual for Games Workshop. Oh, the, the, well, the lighters are resin. Yeah, I'm sorry, Forge World. Um, they, they have a bunch of, uh, they said they look like print lines, so I don't know if they're 3D well, printing. I don't play lot, Imperial but... Navy. Yeah, so you don't care. I don't care. <laughs> the only yeah. lander on I have is 40k scale and it's painted for uh, pretty much as just decoration for when I play my Adeptus Mechanicus. <laughs> yeah, I'd seen um I'd seen a lot of people talking about like the 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 sort of demo ones or like the box art ones because those are always 3D printed. Yeah. Um, like prototypes and they're like, oh, they've they've gotten so bad. You can see the lines. I'm like, no, no, no. The photography has just gotten too good. <laughs> like it's always been like this. Yeah. We exactly. just couldn't see it before. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, that's a shame though. Yeah, especially I mean, with Forge World prices still being what they are, you know, it's a lot of money for something like that. But I don't want them because I have enough material stuff already. It's funny because I have right in front of me a model with 3D print uh, resolutions. Like, I'm, I'm looking at photos from the uh, the Shadow and Pain box set, and they have exactly that. Like, you can yep. see it's a 3D printed prototype. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they give to the, uh, the heavy metal guys and stuff. It's fine. It's all good. I mean, you can't dip them in acetone as you would normally, because then you'll lose a bunch of other details. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... So, so those uh, 
those um Haish models, those are weird, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's, I it's, don't know. It, it's got an interesting aesthetic, I'll put it that way. The strongest necks in the uh mm-hmm. of the realms. <laughs> it's just it's weird how much headwear they have. Yeah. And and he Teclis isn't on his mount. Mount he's sort of floating above it. Yep. They're they're not for me. Is no, what I'm gonna say. Me me neither. I, I mean I'm sure they're. I mean somebody plenty of people like him because the box sets are selling out and stuff. But yeah, it's not not my aesthetic. It's either. fine. It's yeah. fine. It's all good. Like I like the big mountain guy. Like. That stuff was cool, or the um, the the one with the veil on her face is mm. weird. Like it's just a weird, cool model. And like, while I don't particularly like that one, it's like okay, all right. So this is cool potential things that we could be doing, and how can we make that? Like, how can yeah. we apply that to other stuff? Well, and and the empty set of armor that guy is, is still amazing. That's yeah, that thing is awesome. Model. I want him to be the one, like one of the ones in the uh, Underworlds Warband, because mm. I do love that model. I, I, unless, because the Underworld stuff isn't like they're named characters, but they're not characters taken from the rest of the game, though. Right, but he could st- like we could still have like that army could that Warband could just be empty sets of armor. Like I'd that's a down. potential thing, mm. and that I'd would be, be amazing. I mean. That'd give cool. give me that for night haunts too. Like that's that could work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I so did you guys see the rumor engine post from uh, yesterday? We were talking about this. We had a chat. Okay. Ugh, <laughs> we did. It, lo- mm. I, it, it. I mean, we all know it looks like an orc. Here's here's the thing. Does it? Like, it does because they're claws. Yeah. And they look a bit damaged. And they're giant. Are, yeah, they, they probably are giant. But those notches are not quirky. That's yeah. true. True. And again, and that was the part I couldn't figure out. There's definitely chipped paint. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is I can't see if they're, like, if I could see the tip of the fingers, like, I could... Tell you yeah, if they oh, have the, yeah. like the, the tiny claws that orcs normally have. It's cleverly cropped at that point, though. Mm-hmm. They're uh, good at those. Yeah. They've gotten real good. I mean, it, it could be like servitor. It could be so many. Things. It could be. I mean, it could be Age of Sigmar ogres, right? Because they sort of have that sort of rusty metal aesthetic going on, or chipped metal. But yeah. I don't know. It, it could be a chaos. Chaos thing, like anything that we're not sure could be a chaos thing. Yeah, when in yeah, doubt. Yeah, that's true. When in doubt, say chaos. Um, yeah. Just like that, the one from a couple weeks ago that looked very, it looked tyranny. It was like that. Um, was just, there something that looked tyranny? Let's see. It was from August, uh, August eleventh. Yeah, it looks. Or, it looks. It looks organic. <laughs> It looks kind of Tyranny, but I mean, there's so many things it's, now. It's because it's because the problem is like Tyranids have a very specific organic look yeah. to them. That looks more like a skull. Mm, I, I can see that. 
I mean, it seems like, at least what we've heard so far, is that every army should be getting something new in 9th edition when their codex comes out. Hopefully, yeah, I ho- guess, Hopefully but... it won't be like the, the Psychic Awakening where everybody gets something new. Yeah. And we get like 18 Space Marine characters. Here, here's where I think this may be orc, even though there's a difference in how the claws are configured, is that they had a bit of a teaser with a video, and we saw what looked like an orc boy, mm. which kind yeah. of yep. teased the idea of a new orc boy box set. And that would be a cool claw to give the knobs. Yeah, definitely. And especially where they've already done this thing with the Necron Warriors, where it's like, here's new models. They're not... Like, they're not completely different so you can absolutely just mix them in with the ones you already have but they're different enough that it will give you the variety and especially for things like horde armies where you're building the same box 18 times like here is some variety for you so yeah that actually that would be a pretty sweet knob claw now that you say that Mm -hmm. Mm. because what it lacks is like it doesn't look like a warlord claw it doesn't look like a claw you'd give a character yeah right you'd you'd give that to a unit sergeant that that I can buy. Yeah. Uh, no Tyranids, boss. No, no, not yet. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't bitter. Yeah. Well, I mean, we already know that the first two codexes are are Necrons and Space Marines, and that'll be probably a month, two months worth of new releases, because. Of all the stuff they have coming out, especially for Necrons. I've heard a lot of people... Um, I've been watching battle reports on YouTube. I'm still working from home, so I've been having it on in the background. And A few of the people that have been playtesting have kind of said, like, oh, don't worry, once you get your Necrons codex, you're going to get more new stuff than you've already seen, and they're going to be awesome. So I'm looking huh. forward to that. Even though I don't play Necrons, I'm still looking forward to seeing... I always like when they take an army and just do sort of a, a complete redo, you know, flesh out of the army. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and this is the kind of thing, like, and I'm, I'm going to build up my hope again for nothing, but the idea of them, because Tyranids is one of those armies that would benefit from oh, that. Probably yeah, big time. Eldar, too, I could yeah. see them. I could see them toss a bunch of fun new things at the Harlequins. Like I an wish. Avatar of Sigrash? That, that would be great. I'm tired of having, like, six choices in my army. I want more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, that's that should be coming soon next month. Um, so I mean, look at it this way. I mean, next month we get what September, October are like Necrons and Space Marine, and we're already in November. I know. Yeah. And December. Let's see where. Yeah, December is usually, usually no go because it's all the Christmas battle forces and stuff like that. Yeah, because the new the new they put out the timeline for uh, Underworlds and yeah. the new Underworlds box is December. Yeah. So mm. that'll be that'll be that you know because they usually don't split it up too much between games. So but yeah, maybe, they'll do all maybe, the big battle forces. Yeah. So maybe another Codex in November, but that's it, like. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah, depending yeah, on how fast you want to flip them. You double stack them, I guess. Because the problem is, how are they gonna like? How are you gonna sell me on a battle force box if my army doesn't have a codex yet? Yeah, like that's yeah. a tough sell for me. Mm. Especially if there's a power creep 
with the mm -hmm. new, with the new Necron and new mm -hmm. Space Marine Codex. Because that's that's going to be a problem. Like if there's a power creep and they don't freaking put out some new uh, new codexes at a blistering pace. Yep. Yeah. It's it's not going to be great. Like it's not going to encourage people to buy these new armies. And the problem is if like I don't know if we can have our cake and eat it too. I don't know if we can have tons of really cool new units and mall releases with codexes at the same time as we're getting them really quickly. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. It's true. It's going to be interesting. Well, I mean, you that know. That said, they, they did talk about on the uh, on the community podcast, they were talking about how, you know, basically they did the 8th edition launch. Yeah. And then like a week later, they sat down and they were like, okay, so next edition. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not like this stuff is as new as it is to us by any stretch. Yeah, yeah I'm always like eighth was maybe eighth was a transitional uh, edition. Uh, I was gonna make a political reference, but I'm not. No, don't do that. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been interesting too because you know, so in the previews, especially at the end of that first, the first one after uh, ninth edition came out, so they just showed like. So they show that Seuss is a battle model. Like, where does that fit into the release? Because they just got a codex. I don't, you know, they're not going to get right anytime soon. I don't, and I hopefully they're not going to be like, here's a model. Oh, and in two years when that codex comes out, you'll get that model. Yeah. You know. I oh, mean, I that... did get the. Uh, I did finally get my my special sister. Oh, that I got they put mine on too. Sale. Like, yeah. Yeah, mine finally showed up. I was happy. Did you guys get your um, Adepticon GW preview swag too? Yeah. No. <laughs> Well, that's because you live on the wrong side of the border. Or the right side of the border. We just said we're not going to talk politics, Amy. But, you know. <laughs> Sorry. The wrong side for mail from here. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I was surprised at yeah, the too. amount of stuff. I was pretty psyched about the, um, the Underworlds cards that came yeah. with the special way to play with the... The elemental avatars or whatever it is, I want to play that. I'm pretty excited. And I thought it was That's awesome cool that they collected all the fiction that they mm -hmm. put online from um, from Psychic Awakening and put that into a book. Yep, because well, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, I did not read any of it online. So yeah, <laughs> online I read a couple here and there, but now I'll be able to, to read them all. Yeah. Um, absolutely read the ones that were relevant to armies I care about. So exactly. That's not, that's not that many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I mean, it's been other, we've seen some stuff for 40K, but there haven't really been any new releases unless it's been focused around the uh, the new edition. We're starting to see the new box sets. That's where all those leaks, quote-unquote, came from, is because we're seeing box sets tooled for 9th edition that have the new weapon stats in them, at least for, for Space Marines, anyway. Mm. Um, but we, they're probably, you know, we're not going to see anything until towards the end of the month when... Uh, when the Space Marines and Necron Codexes will will hit. They can sort of keep things under wrap for now. But... Except for uh, the, the big Battle Brothers from Bandai, the yes. big action figures. Of course, Space Marines. I'd love to see like an org action figure. That'd be awesome. But, it's, um... I think the disappointing thing is that we already have a Space Marine, and then they're putting out two more Space Marines, and it's yeah. basically just the same action figure with different... Accessories. Different accessories. Yeah, do you guys 
Do you guys remember how frustrating that was when they did that with G.I. Joe's and Transformers? Mm-hmm. Like, huh? Oh, yeah. Here's Starscream, but he's purple and his gun is different, but yeah. not much. Yeah, I guess. We'll take this guy's body, paint a different color, take this guy's head, put it on this guy, and make a new guy. Ah, oh, man, if only. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see what happens uh, uh, next month. Hopefully we'll get another preview soon that will show some... More, ne- I want to see more Necron stuff. I understand space screens are going to get some things. I just want to see what the Necrons are going to get. Yeah. Mm. It's far more interesting to me. Yeah, I'm not likely to play either, but I feel that the I feel that the space marine stuff is aesthetically predictable. Well, like, there's only I know. so much you can do. Yeah. And they've already done so much. Yeah. Yeah. But Necrons, clearly, just the way they like, they they showed us what that they still have a lot of places to explore aesthetically with that guy with six yeah. pistols. So we're not going to see a dude with six pistols with Space Marines. I mean, well, maybe, like with a if you put a gun on every Tech Marine server arm, uh, or back from their servo backpack, then they would have six guns. Which I'm sure we'll get that. Give, <laughs> give me that for a death just Oh, total space. They, they'll have like I mean, ten guns. They have so many more arms. Yeah, I mean the next step is eight, right? Yeah, That's where we're going. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, they've been doubling. So wait, wait, they start one gun, two gun, three gun, and now like it went from three to six, so six to twelve. There you go. Like, I'm down with just this <laughs> Good. poor servitor. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a circle of guns. Like like a spine reinforcement. You just look like a ball of guns. I'm into it. I still still play it. Oh, yeah. It's a truth choice, too, so you get a box like 10. (laughs) Imagine having to assemble 12 freaking arms per. (laughs) And obviously you're going to do sub-assemblies for that because painting 12 arms. Each, when each, all glued in on that's a <laughs> nightmare. Each arm has its choice of weapons, so you gotta magnetize them all. <laughs> oh jeez. You just gotta bin. Just throw the torso in, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's what whatever. you're rolling. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, you know, if you've been playing some ninth, let us know what you've been playing. What armies you've been trying in ninth um, on our Facebook page. We'll hopefully be back with some more 40k news in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhas Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs> <laughs>